Welcome back to the Noble Core Podcasts. We are the, your hosts. I am, of course, Grunt. And John the Chief. Absolutely. And today we are continuing our monthly series, The Road to Infinite. Now, of course, if you don't know, each month we are going through each Halo game in semi-chronological order leading up to the uh, release of Halo Infinite whenever they decide to give us a release date on that. So that'll be awesome. Um, (laughs) Now, of course, as you might realize, we just did one of these last week for Halo 3. And that is because we are behind. So once we do this one, we will be caught up for next month. So let's go ahead and go right into it. We are now jumping right on in to Halo 4, 343 Industries' first Halo game. Let's get started. What do you say? I am more than ready to get started. And there's going to be, you know, of course, this game was, I won't say like controversial in a bad way, but um, I'm going to say it's different, but that doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. So, um, and we're going to give you reasons why. Absolutely. Um, You know, and I I think it's going to be an interesting episode because... Initially, I know me and John kind of have had at least different opinions, and I would love to see because we don't, we've never jumped super deep into Halo Four like this deep before. So uh, it's going to be an interesting how it pulls out. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. Yeah, it's so going to be an interesting episode, and I'm really excited to jump in. This is going to be amazing. So you know, of course, as we as we do, we're going to go ahead and start off now with our introduction to the game, and of course, this means you know we're going to talk about the build up to Halo Infinite with all or Halo Infinite Halo Four. <laughs> with all of the hype there, you know, our pre-release excitement and our uh, initial, you know, how we got the game, our first time launching the game. And then, you know, we'll just kind of go on from there. Um, John, did you want to take the helm on this one, my friend, and, and push us forward into, unto Dawn? Just I am out some names there. more than happy to. Um, I remember just getting an ad on YouTube. Uh, was, mm-hmm. This is when, I obviously, we're a little bit older I believe I was in junior high at the time. Yeah, junior high okay. sounds about right. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's it's actually uh, later junior high, almost high school, I want to say. I'd, I'll, I'm going to say about ninth grade. Um, okay. And I was just watching YouTube, and I just remember seeing, you know, like one of the small teaser trailers, and it just kind of showed a bit of chief and i was just like mm-hmm. i was yeah, just like oh initial teaser yeah and i was just like oh what i was like whoa he looks different and oh, if yeah. i'm gonna be totally honest i wasn't sure how to feel about how he looked yeah right now i was very very much much into the nostalgic look you know the halo 2 slash 3 look and so i wasn't um wasn't sure how to feel about it and then so the next were, time yeah, I saw it. Yeah, you weren't on board. Yeah. Yeah, the next time I saw it um, was, of course, you know, the the one where he's um, got, you know, his knee on one, the ground, same with his hand. He's got the assault rifle behind his back, and he's looking okay. forward. Uh, like he just dropped, and he's going to be running forward. Um, that, oh, yeah, kind of, the, that kind of the, the, the box art there. The box yeah. art, the poster, yeah. Um, I remember seeing that and thinking, wow. He does look menacing. Like, he looks yeah. like a really, really beefy Spartan. And, of course, you know, Halo 2, like, he looked pretty beefy. Halo 3, they made him really beefy. Like, his arms and his chest were big. And just seeing a different art style, um, like I said, I wasn't really, like, too fond of it at first. Um, 
But there is a couple things later that I will jump into that I extremely loved. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, this was kind of a weird phase where I did love Halo a lot, but I guess I wasn't like super into gaming at the time, which is kind of interesting because, you know, growing up really, really being about gaming and then not really playing it all that often. And then um, when it came out, that's when it kind of came back. But uh, for my initial reactions, I remember just kind of being like, whoa, this is... um, this is going to be different, and I'm kind of excited to see what it's going to be like. Yeah, and I was in of, for a ride. Yeah, so it sounds like you were like you were more in, like anticipating it, but you're like more interested like to see how is this going to go. That's what I, that's the vibe I'm getting. Yes, and what's really funny is I didn't really follow studios. So when I because I remember Halo Three obviously had uh, three for three with Bungie, and so. I was just like, oh, yeah, then, of course, you know, Halo Reach. And so just seeing 343, I was just like, oh, I wonder if they just ended up changing their name. I didn't know that the studios had split. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually didn't know that until a little later. So um, I was excited to just get another Halo game. I mean, come on, who's not excited to get another Halo game? I mean, here I am many years later sitting here like a like I was in seventh grade just getting ready for another game, you know? <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. getting excited for Reach. So, and like obviously, when I was a younger kid for Halo Three, so um, was interested in seeing what it was going to be like. And and the trailer, um, oh, this trailer always gets me. I actually constantly go back to this trailer. It's one of my favorite trailers. Um, and that's when it kind of starts off all black, and then it starts going to his nerves, and it like lights up. Oh yeah, and it's like the, going the down. Yeah, and it starts going down his spine, and then um, you hear Chief John from Cortana, and like he pushes up the uh, the the like the the, the, the shielding, yeah, the tripod um, kind of glass, and he's just like I'm yeah. here, and like starts blasting through, and it says an <laughs> ancient evil awakens, and I was like, are we fighting something different? I was like, what what is this? I was really, really hyped about it because I was like, what are we going to be, you know, obviously I'm a kid too, so I'm not sure what to expect because I'm like, who can predict what are we going to be fighting because I remember that Halo 3 was kind of all about finishing the fight, so I wasn't sure really what to expect, and I wasn't super huge into lore, so I wasn't sure what to look forward to. Obviously people who are huge into lore kind of had an idea what to look forward to. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Especially we paid attention to a lot of, uh, a lot of the, like the lore stuff in uh, halo three with the, uh, the terminals and all that. Yeah. 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 I guess, uh, you know, there's some of those teases in the, the terminals back in halo three, which is pretty neat there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I wasn't really too familiar with that. I mean, I picked up the, I looked at the terminals and like read them obviously when I was younger and I just, I didn't comprehend it. I just kind of read yeah. it and was just like, these are cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just thought it was interesting. I mean, they counted as collectibles. So I was like, of course I want the, you know, Easter eggs collectibles. Like I wanted to get them. So I went ahead and found all of them and read them <laughs> awesome. and still didn't get it. So, um, it wasn't until after Halo 4 when I went to go replay Halo 3 that I was like, oh, okay, this is a big deal. <laughs> Who would have thought? 
<laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah, right. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that was kind of my initial reaction. Was just kind of like unsure what to, um, you know, what to expect, and as well as um, excited to, I guess, expect the unexpected. So there was really a lot to look forward to, especially like with the uh, the teaser trailer that was just like an ancient evil awakens. And I was just like, what is going on? And just hearing like, <laughs> you know, like the noises. And I was like, this is going to be big. This could be insanity, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Halo four. I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That announcement trailer is like, I think it was E3 2011. I think they showed off, you know, Halo combat evolved anniversary. Um, that initial trailer. Um, and you know, you know, everyone's like really excited. But then they start off this new trailer, and it's like this, this, this orange light going through, and it's going. It turns into arteries, but you don't know that it goes to the heart. And then you start hearing Cortana talking, and then it, it, oh my god, it's a Halo Four trailer, right? Yeah. Um, fucking Halo Four. Yeah, the announcement trailer for E three twenty eleven. It's actually interesting that new uh, Halo Infinite trailer actually does echo a lot of that too, with Chief flying through the spaceships and stuff, and you know shooting an explosive and blowing through it it's a yeah really cool uh that cutscene or that i guess the trailer was a really gosh i don't know it was just really exciting you know it was just because you know yeah together very well it was yeah and and especially since i didn't know uh, you know i didn't really know if we would ever get a halo 4 a continuation of halo um because i remember i you know i remember reading like an ign article or something back in like 2009 that halo reach would be the last halo game i didn't realize that they were passing it off to 343 industries i thought halo you know halo reach was it um so you know that e3 comes yeah so i of course got i mean i'm not the smart i wasn't the smartest kid um (laughs) you know i was very much in my own world you know um but yeah so that 2011 teaser was great and i remember uh I think I remember like talking to my dad about it and talking about like, hey, I you know I I don't even want to watch any gameplay for this. I want to play this game absolutely blind because that trailer was so cool. That didn't happen, but um, it almost it almost did. So you know, fast forward to E three twenty twelve, and um, I kind of I haven't you know I haven't forgot about Halo four or anything. It was just kind of in the back of my head. You know, like the art style changed to Chief's armor and anything never stood out to me. I never noticed. I had no idea. That's so interesting. I remember what seeing in Yahoo article saying that Cheaper no longer has his diaper, and I was just like, "Oh, cool!" And I moved on. I hadn't, I didn't notice. You didn't think anything of it. I had, in fact, I didn't notice. I didn't really like subconsciously notice the art style change until like a year later. That's so like, and I was playing in between games, and it just like to me in my head, it was just like, oh, so this is the new, these are just the new graphics, cool. You know, I just never in my head it generated like, oh, this is a genuine art style change. That's so interesting. Because <laughs> I saw it, and my, I'm gonna be totally honest, my initial reaction was just like, yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I just said like, hey, it's Master Chief. Oh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I guess that says something about the design. Like, a lot of people, I think, would say, you know, that doesn't look like, like, today, like, in today's, like, art style arguments. Like, that doesn't look like Halo. And I'm sitting there fucking uh, 14 years old sitting there like, hey, it's Master Chief. Master Chief. I always like that Um, in some sort of sense. 
Yeah. Yeah, so that's, I mean, for me, it was never a thing. And I always thought that Halo 4 Armors was really cool. I just thought it was just a bulkier version. It was just an art style upgrade. Or not art style, just a graphical upgrade. That's all I thought. So 2012 E3 comes around, um, and they reveal the gameplay. Um, and I remember I was at my cousin's house when they were doing that. They were revealing the gameplay, and they started the gameplay, and I walked out. Like, I just walked out of the room. I was like, I can't oh, wow. watch it. And so they all watched it, and they were like, my cousin was losing his shit because of the Prometheans and everything. He thought it was the coolest oh, thing in the world. Wow. The coolest thing. And it took him like upwards of two to three hours to convince me to watch it. Just like, TJ, this is the coolest shit ever. This Halo is going to be the best game ever. And I remember like, ah, but I don't want to watch it. I want to go into it blind, which... Um, he eventually convinced me into, and I remember my mind melting out of my ears, my eyeballs melting into my face, and my blo- my mind blowing out the back of my head. Like, it was the most insane gameplay showcase I've ever seen. You know, seeing the elite disintegrate when he got hit by the binary rifle, and then Master Chief pull up the 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 Promethean shotgun, uh, the scatter shot, and it was like yeah. going up in pieces and stuff. Um. Uh, that blew my mind. And then they had that live-action trailer of the UNSC, UNSC Infinity being dragged in to Requiem. And it was, like, super haunting and mysterious. Dude, my high were, levels were insane. One trailer that I remember was um, it kind of showed Chief um, floating in front of the didact. And, um, and then, like, it kind of was, like, showing a couple of, like, things in the past. And then yeah. it... Um, it kind of switches to like a black screen for a quick second. And then it like all of a sudden his HUD lights up and you see him look up and you see a bunch of Promethean Knights walking and he hucks a grenade. Yes. And it explodes and like drops one of them. And he runs through with like the scatter shot and was like shooting. Just taking and down him. He, yeah. Yeah. And then like something like knocks him over and he flips over and then the Promethean jumps on top of him. Um, the plates open up and shows the skull. That was the coolest thing that Fucking I could have seen. It was so awesome. And I honestly, I kind of hope that there's more stuff like that in Infinite because that was, it was so cool. And it also made the enemy feel a little more scary. Yeah, a lot more formidable. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, fun fact though, that, that's, that one trailer was so good that I convinced it, it could, like that trailer alone no gameplay or anything convinced my my other cousin on the other side of family to buy an Xbox 360 for Halo 4. But that's, that's how good awesome. that trailer was. Blue I remember green. him telling me that. That so that trailer is really cool and I love they didn't reveal the didact but they had the silhouette of like it was all blurry and you see the silhouette of this massive yeah, figure. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude. At that point I remember seeing that commercial on TV. Uh, my mom was watching TV and she starts yelling my name and she's like, get over here. I'm like, what, what? She points at the screen and it's showing off Master Chief running through the Prometheans with the scatter shot. Dude, and I was dude, like, holy your fuck. family's so awesome. My family would have <laughs> just saw it and been like, meh. Like the only time my dad did that was um, for um, MCC. But yeah. yeah, well, no, it was, it was me to him, actually. So, yeah, I don't think any of my family members showed me any of, my, any of the trailers. I think I just found them all. Dude, I, yeah, dude, that's, that's so crazy, jealous. man. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, dude, it, they're pretty awesome. And yeah, I remember because I think they were revealing it on the. I, it was like a comedy host show, and they were like revealing the new trailer, and that's what it was. Um, so of course my hype was through the roof, and I remember. So last week I was telling a story about how I would play a ton of Halo Three with my friends, um, and I'm going to kind of continue that story now, as I promised. So like after, I want to say. Uh, Probably say after August, give or take. Um, no, no, it wasn't. It was June. It was actually almost exactly eight years ago. Um, on June twenty sixth, the uh, of twenty twelve, the Linkin Park album "Living Things" came out. The month following, in July, I went with my uh, my grandma to go get, and I went to like we went to Barnes and Nobles and I bought uh, two albums. I bought a Rise Against album and a Shine Down album. Now that's an important detail because what I what we had in the basement was a CD player that hooked up to our surround sound stereo, and in that oh. you can have multiple up to like six discs. So it would play a disc and go to the next, it go to the next, and then it would go all the way through and just go infinitely. And I remember in the months leading up to Halo and or Halo Four, my God. Um, I remember I would go through and listen to the same three albums almost every day after school while just playing online Halo 3. And then until, you know, my cousin, my cousin's friend who soon became my friend and then one of my other buddies would jump on. And then I would usually just turn off the music and then just go on mic and then we would just play late like almost every single night. Except for when I was grounded. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, dude, I remember, like, that, and then the weeks leading up to Halo 4, I mean, I remember we were, uh, me and my cousins, we were playing through every Halo game in order, as you naturally do with a Halo game. Um, Especially when it's a new one. Is, yeah, so the funny thing is, I had never actually seen Halo 3's legendary ending at that point. Um, I had no idea until after Halo 4. So I was sitting there like, man, I... And my cousin was talking to me. He's like, oh, yeah, you didn't know that and shit? Like, I guess he watched it on YouTube. And because I was always concerned. The only thing I was concerned about was like, well, how are they going to continue Halo 3? He died in Halo 3 or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, trust me, trust me. You'll, you'll figure it out. Was it Halo 3? I'm like, no, it wasn't. I played Halo 3 hundred times. Um, <laughs> so that was one of the things. But other than that, we would we would talk, we would speculate, we would talk about you know the possibility of forerunners returning. We didn't know the forerunners were returning, um, yeah. until one of the trailers said the forerunners have returned. Like the didact f- verbally says that as it says the a- an ancient evil awakens. Um, needless to say, the week leading to Halo Four was agony, pure agony. Um, but everybody in my school was so hyped. I mean, we were just because you know I was kind of the guy who would force my hype on other people, um, <laughs> but because that's like more positive energy, everybody would just kind of go with it. They're so, like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, fuck yeah, let's go with play some Halo, dude. And I, I remember, bro. Uh, so I had pre-ordered the limited edition for Halo Four. It's a hundred dollar edition. It was the highest one you can get. It's got the bundle and everything, the steel book, which I got signed by Jen Taylor and uh, Steve Downs Yo. at uh, Outpost. Um, oh, but yeah, I remember, yeah. yeah, so I remember, so the, the day of launch, November 6, 2012, I wake up super early in the morning. I mean, I wake up like an hour before school and I'm just waiting at the door, waiting for it to deliver. Cause my dumb ass thought it was a good idea to order it from Amazon. I 
think it was Amazon. Maybe it was Walmart. I don't know. No, I go to school and I'm just suffering. You know, I'm staying off of my phone and stuff. You know, I stay off. Fa- I was on really Twitter, but I was on Facebook, and I just, you know, and I was just dying. People were starting to get a hold of the game, and I was just like, oh my god. I get home from school and it's still not there, and I'm dying, and I'm just physically dying. I wait until 8 p.m. It's like 8:30 something p.m. The guy comes, drops it off, and I, you know, I was lightning quick, dude. I sprint down there, I pick up the game, and I. I insert, you know, I take it apart. I'm like drooling all over the, the content in limited edition. Pull out the disc, insert it in, and the first thing that happens is disc unreadable. What? Disc unreadable. And the blood curdling scream that came out of my throat was pure pain. <laughs> you what? see, what had happened is my 360 at the time, which was a, an original model, we had a laying straight up a lot but because you know we vacuum and stuff and stuff would happen it had fallen over a couple times while playing games so of course my left for dead because of that reason now looks like rainbow zombies because the disc is so scratched the laser on the xbox moved so i figured out because i was always having problems with halo 3 but it would usually read the halo 3 disc without problems so i go in there I sit there for 20 minutes. I mean, my heart is just on the floor. I was like, I can't play Halo 4. And then I start thinking, and I'm like, oh, it's probably the laser or something. So I open the disc, close it, and I start tapping on the top of it just like that. And it works. It actually starts reading the disc. Yo! I figured out the trick, and that is the trick I would have to, to do for the next year while we still had that console. But we got it working. I played like the first, I think the first three, I played only the first mission that night and I was higher than a kite of happiness. Like dude, just I totally over the too. fucking moon, just over the moon, dude. Um, but that was kind of my lead up to Halo 4. Just, just little kid hype. Everybody's flipping out over Halo. We, me and my buddies talking every day about it. It's all, that's all that's on my mind. School can... I mean, I think there was a presidential election that day, and I couldn't give less of a fuck. Actually, no, I remember it was, because we were in school, we were talking about, oh, who are you going to vote for, blah, 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 and I was always say Master Chief, because it was on Halo 4 day. It was always oh Master Chief. Oh my god, dude. You're such so, a Chad. You're, you're <laughs> such a Chad. Uh, so it was it was a good time, man. That was, that was, a, that was, a, that was a prime time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But of course, that, that brings so us. Amazing. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that brings us, of course, to our first initial reactions with the game. Not necessarily the opinions we hold now, but our thoughts when we first beat it for the first time. Um, you know, our experiencing on it. You know, memories. You know, from reveals in the game, yeah. stuff like that, John. So I, you know, if you wanted to to jump off with that, um, kind of your first experience yeah, I, or what I your will, memories are, I will leap off that pillar. And I see what um, you did there. It, a bottom. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I remember my mom picking me up and she goes, let's get you a game uh, from school. And I was like, what? And she's like, let's get you a game. And I was just like, what game? And she goes, how could you forget? And I was just like, oh, yeah. Like I was up like the night before doing something like I was pretty late. And so she decided that um, it was okay with me staying home and 
getting Halo 4. And so I am on our way to GameStop, and um, they had enough, and they were able to get me one. So, of course, you know, I run home and pop the disc in, and I remember playing through the first mission, and um, I refuse. So every Halo game, every single Halo game, I refuse to play any other mode besides Heroic, because every Halo player knows... Um, especially if you've been around for a long time, that heroic is the way to play. Absolutely. And and I was like, I want to feel like Master Chief. I was like, I want to feel like him. So um, I go through the mission, um, and I'm just having a blast. I'm finding battle rifles, which, going to be honest, I didn't like the look of too much, but I loved the noise. The sound that it made was really cool. I wanted it to be like another variant of the battle rifle instead of like the direct battle rifle, but... I was like, okay, it's it, it's still the BR. Yeah. It's still yeah, my, right. it's still exactly. my baby. Still that your baby. That was starting to become my favorite my favorite gun. Um, because all um, all the way up to about Halo Reach, um, I started switching to kind of like the DMR, like Halo Three. I was switching to the battle rifle, but I was still mostly using the Needler. And then Halo Reach was starting to become more of the DMR, and then um, we get to Halo Four, and I'm more of a battle rifle person. Um, and I was running around in like just running around in the space section and was just blown away by how everything looked. Um, I was, I was convinced that they actually took pictures of a space station (laughs) and (laughs) put the pictures there. I was genuinely impressed. And when, um, chief is, you know, falling towards, um, the planet, which we obviously know as Requiem, um, he's falling and a flying piece of metal pops up and goes Halo Four, and I was like, "That was the prologue. That wasn't a a mission." And I was like, uh. "This game's gonna rock." And there, I've only seen one Twitter post that captured this perfectly, but I remember seeing the everything crashed after you know Chief gets up, and I'm searching around, um, find a couple of things that you know has got audio that. Cortana's like talking to you about um I actually ended up finding a sniper rifle and I was like oh sweet and I will tell you Halo 4's sniper rifle is the prettiest sniper rifle they have made it is the best looking um and absolutely loved the design I was like this is what the peak sniper rifle looks like and so um was I just had that as my primary I just kept having it out because I kept looking at it I was like, wow, like this game looks great. And I kept looking at the flame and I was like, this is this is pretty. And you get to the section where you're starting to walk towards the edge of a cliff and then you gotta go turn left to go towards a warthog to pick it up and obviously continue on with the mission. Um I wasn't paying attention because I was so astonished by looking up in the sky and seeing all of the forerunner structures. Yeah. And I remember just looking and walking and I fell off the cliff and died. <laughs> And I was so bad because I was I was wanting to be like chief, but I was just like the game was so pretty that it I died because of it, and I've never had a game do that. So I was genuinely appalled by seeing, you know, all the forerunner structures, especially the ones that are floating. And um, I, if I'm correct, you do agree to this. Um, Halo Four, hands down, has um, well, I guess like the three four three art style um, for forerunner stuff. 
is the best. It yep. feels so ancient, but so new at the same like time. Alive, yeah, yeah, alive. That's a perfect word to say it. Like, I was genuinely appalled by its beauty, and I, I remember just looking at that and just like not being able to speak. I remember just standing there after after I died and respawned and walked back over. And I just like looked around and I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. And what's so funny is to, I told myself, I was like, I don't think graphics are going to ever get better than this. <laughs> I remember saying like, this is the prettiest yeah. thing ever. Like I remember Halo yeah. 3 was gorgeous, but I've, I have never been so wow. Yeah. And yeah. Of course, you know, I still didn't like how Chief looked that much. I thought it was good armor, but I was like, I wish I could switch back to the other one. But I didn't necessarily hate it. Um, in fact, actually, the more I played, the more I loved it. Um, mm. But, yeah, I mean, what's so funny is, I I don't know why I remember this. I remember, like, one of the kids that I used to talk to close to my grandma's house. So I'd go visit her on the weekends. And I remember him and I were talking about Halo 4, and I pulled up a picture of master chief because he was my lock screen and like the halo 4 one you know he's like standing in front he's got his arms clenched in a fist oh and he's, like, the original down. yes yeah i had that one and i was just like comparing him to a leaf <laughs> and i was like look how i was like obviously he's not a leaf but like look how realistic the graphics are like it can't get better than this dude i'm telling you <laughs> The concept art for Master Chief. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was I was so loud. I was so loud. <laughs> and he was just like, "Dude, how can graphics get better than this?" <laughs> Us sitting at 720p at the time. <laughs> at the time, you know, I agreed. I was like, I I didn't know what 720p was. I didn't know any of that. Yeah, dude, this. Yeah, and I was genuinely, genuinely just so happy with it oh man like I, I can really go on to hours with just how blown away i was with just the gameplay um and this is actually where i started really getting into um kind of like the online stuff but you know we're going to cover that a little bit later but it was it was crazy um yeah and you know i'm actually really interested to hear what you have to say about like you know your experiences when you first kind of initially hopped right into the game yeah, so as far as, yeah, as far as, like, not covering the whole campaign, but as far as starting the game, uh, like I said, that first night, um, I was only able to beat the the original, the first mission, um, yeah. Dawn. Yeah. Well, of course, there was the prequel, and I remember being really weirded out because they had that CGI, like, three-minute uh, prologue. Um and I remember being really weirded out because it zoomed in on, like, Catherine Halsey's uh, eyes and stuff. And I think my dad was watching the opening with me or something. Or he was standing and watching it just as he was walking by. Um, and neither of him, him or I realized that it was CGI. And I remember him saying, wow, those are some really good graphics. And moving on, you know. I was like, fuck yeah, they are. Um, <laughs> it's CGI, Your dad's such a way. Chad, dude. <laughs> we didn't know it was CGI. <laughs> But, dude, I didn't know either. <laughs> I didn't know that for years, dude. For years. 
I always thought there was like, why does this look so much better than the rest of the game? Well, there's a reason. It's CGI. Um, <laughs> but I remember, I remember like, you know, because I had the volume up super high and the, the, the house was shaking and um, just that prologue really set the stage for Halo 4. Very emotional game. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not ready for this. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the game starts off and that, you know, I'm playing that first mission Um and it takes me like an hour to beat. It's not a very long mission, honestly. Usually, I could beat it in like fifteen minutes now, because um, yeah. it's yeah, it's not the that's not the longest mission. But I remember being so like the kind of like you're saying, so distracted. The lighting in Halo Four is just ridiculous. Um, and looking for all these Easter eggs and stuff, and and like you said, it's all about heroic um, for that first time playthrough. And yeah, I was getting my ass kicked a little bit there. Um, because, you know, there's, like, less ammo and stuff. But, you know, playing through it, I was just, like, on top of the world. Um, for the first mission, the entirety of the first mission, I didn't... I forgot that there was sprint featured in the game. So that whole first mission, I never sprinted one time. The first mission of the game, no sprinting or anything. I just walked through it. I was like, this is... And that's probably one of the reasons it took a little bit longer. But I was like, this is just incredible. Um, and then you get to the part where you go outside in the base and there's like the low G's and you know, you're killing the covenant and they're like f- spinning and like floating and stuff. Like, floating oh my away. God. It's like, yeah. that. it's like, it's yeah. like the mission in Halo reach is so good. Um, and I remember like at the time, you know, I mean, there was that big explosion with the rocket and a lot of people complain like, oh, the graphics are, or the explosions have been downgraded. And you know, while I definitely agree, they've downgraded from Halo three. At the time, I was like, holy fuck. Like, whoa, yeah, what? fucking beautiful. Just like, is, is this even real? And then it gets super crazy. Um, oh, you know what? It, it was at this point where I remembered, or I realized there was sprint, because the game prompted me to sprint at this point. Because you're trying to get through the Requiem, a scan chief, and it's pulling it into the to the planet. And you're supposed to run through and get to, like, the escape pod bay. And um, I was like, oh, my God, there's Sprint. So, you know, you're sprinting through, and it's a super cinematic thing. Shit is crashing around you. Yeah. Um, and it's just super intense, and I'm just, like, blown away by it all. Um, I finally get it, and it goes into, a, like, a first-person cutscene, which was, like, super crazy. It goes in first person. He flies into space, hits rubble and stuff, and then it hits him. And I think for the first time in Halo f- franchise the ter- the word halo comes up halo 4 because yeah, reach was just reach so. and i don't think in any other of the games it actually has a title um but yeah no, it halo doesn't. 4 yeah it doesn't and then it goes into the next cutscene so i watched the opening cutscene before i go to bed that night um and i'm just losing my shit i'm like losing my shit about how good the graphics look with uh, cortana's uh, reflection you know, reflecting off of his visor and everything, and the destruction and the clouds, and oh my gosh! So I forced myself to go to bed, and the conversation with my friends that day um, was just insane. Like, because we were super respectful, we were like, "Okay, how many missions are you in the game?" And I say, "Yeah, I'm just the first mission in." I didn't realize though. I was actually said I said the second mission, and for us, because in Halo Four, you had Prologue and then you had Dawn. And it technically counted as two missions, and I remember reading there was eight missions in the game. That's important for later. Um, 
But I was like, yeah, mission two, you know, my master chief wakes up and they're like, oh yeah, my God, you're so amazing and stuff. And, you know, and then that's kind of where we kind of jump into the rest of the campaign, John, if you want to, if you want to take us through your experience through Halo 4's emotional as fuck campaign. <sighs> Dude, just seeing, um, Cortana just really going through rampancy and then kind of getting torn apart and then obviously John Master Chief is you know trying to figure out what he can do for her because you know he swore to protect Cortana and so he's you know trying to think of things like almost like he's he's becoming the brains you know like he's got to start thinking Uh of things what to do Um, there's you know there's moments where Cortana genuinely just can't think of anything to do and he goes we have to do this we're gonna go do this Uh can you help me and it was interesting to see them really help each other that way. You know, like in the other games, she really aided him, but in this one, you know, he aided her and, you know, he's fighting to protect her, but also, um, save humanity. And yeah, it was, it was a gut wrenching game. And, um, at that point in time, I haven't played anything emotional like that. Yeah. You know, as you're, as you're kind of going on, it's getting worse. You know, you can see that her conditioning's, you know, not getting better. And it, it gets a little scary there for a second because you're just like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. And, um, you know, you're getting towards the end of the game and it things are really, like, boiling up. You see, you know, the Covenant and, you know, it was initially as a Covenant and the you know, the guardians and the, kind of like the forerunners, they were fighting each other. And then eventually they, you know, they bow down to the didact and yes. they start working together. And that was shocking to me, like genuinely yeah. shocking. Like I was like, what is going on? And so seeing that happen was genuinely like, I was like, Oh wow. Like I feel so outgunned. Because like I was like that's that's like two factions joining each other, yeah. and I was just appalled. Um, so of course you know you got that. So you're fighting throughout the whole game, both of those guys, and then you know you're you're starting to get kind of towards that that end section that gets really really rough. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's rough there. But so, what was your reaction to the reveal of the didact? I was just like, this guy seems like a big deal. I remember when he didn't grab Chief, but like literally was at the time. I was like, he was using the force <laughs> to, oh yeah, essentially like hold him up. And I was just like, what is this thing? And, you know, obviously I wasn't caught up on the lore, so I wasn't sure what to think. And, you know, later throughout the game, you know, he meets the librarian. And Mm -hmm. he's then given something to basically help him, like aid him. And Yeah, an immunity to composer. Yeah. Yeah, the immunity. Yeah. So it's just like like my little kid mind's just like what's going on like there's so much happening like this is like a lot of risk yeah yeah it's i mean it's a very dreadful like a dreadful uh scenario they're in 
it's oh god it's so well good uh, so well executed there and then of course comes the the absolute heart crushing finale there and I, I i really want you to jump onto that because i know that you I know will. that that got us both pretty hard but i actually really want to kind of hear yours first <laughs> absolutely so i'll kind of talk about the campaign and then i'll jump into that so yeah so i i kind of split it to almost about two missions per uh Per day almost most because it came out on a tuesday um so of course i had school so um so that next day um you know of course continue the campaign um and kind of like you were saying with the uh you know after investigating the area you find a couple e- uh, easter eggs on the cro- crash to forward unto dawn uh, there's even a little thing you uh, like a little thing you can click on it'll have an elite saying die act or whatever um you could even find the saw you can find the, like a bunch of weapons there yeah but yeah yeah so i think that's a really cool section but yeah that moment um when i walked out of the cave there and then there's the giant forerunner structures floating in midair um yeah that was one of the, like kind of like you're saying like just a moment of like holy like how does graphics get better than this and i it's like still today i look at that i'm like this is like mind-blowing like that was amazing level design how they had the tunnel go through and it just opened to that huge uh valley um it was crazy and i remember so at the time of course I mean, you know my dad had a pretty good pc so i had already seen things like battlefield 3 and those realistic graphics and such um and, you know, those were really impressive, but for me, that big moment, like, holy shit, this is, like, next-gen experience, even though it's on yeah. 360, um, was that, because I sat there for, like, five minutes, I was like, oh, like, what? This game looks insane! What? <laughs> um, and, of course, you know, I played through the kind of the rest of the mission there, uh, just enjoying the whole time, It's it just felt like I was home, it was just Halo again. Um, going through, uh, there's even that section on the bridge where I was able to steal the banshee before an elite got in it and fly to the other end and, and yeah, shit. yeah, I love doing that. that too. I love that. And then it goes to this cutscene where the Prometheans are finally introduced and I was just like, oh, this is fucking intense. Like this is intense. It goes to the portal. You're on the next re- level called Forerunner. Um, and that was one of my favorite missions of the game. You know, run through there. It's majority Prometheans. You get your first engagements with them. You have the big blue one jump on top of you and scream in your face with the skull. Um, and the whole thing, I'm just, like, freaking out. Like, my adrenaline is super high. It's just, like, super, super intense. And then you take the last portal and you see the Dynax Cryptum. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's already happening. I thought this was, like, end-of-the-game material. Um, and of course, remember, I don't know what I'm expecting. I saw there was a big shadowy dude in a trailer once, and that's it. Um, I don't know anything about Didact at all. So, the reveal happens, and everything goes quiet, and he slowly lowers out of there. And he gets up, and all the armor flies onto him and everything. Dude, that was so Um, awesome, dude. And he just disintegrates the wall that Master Chief is, like, taking cover behind, and he just, bah! takes him over um and it was that moment i was like oh my what like my mind was like blown and you know the whole cutscene is dialogue i'm like this is the greatest antagonist in anything in the world ever 
Move aside, Darth <laughs> Vader. The didact is the true chat. Has pulled up. Yeah, is the- yeah, he's pulled up. And then, it, you know, he, he kind of crashes everything. And then you're in, like, this ghost hog run. Like, the warthog run, but you're in a ghost. And it's, like, super intense. Just, like, the music's going crazy. You're blasting through the, the warthog Things run are there. crushing towards the ground. Everything's, like, yeah, crushing and, like, minimizing. And you're, like, got to get out there. The vision is, like, starting to twist and stuff. You make it out and you go to the mission that they showed off at E3. Which is another great mission, you know, and I think we, you and I played that recently. Um, it's got great tank sections and stuff. You're introduced to Lasky, who, you know, me being a huge uh, fan, like, of Halo Forward and to Dawn, um, the TV show, which I guess I forgot to talk about for some reason. But, yeah, still, you know, so you recognize him. There's, like, the their connection there. And really great stuff. Uh, you know, you keep playing the game. You go to the next one. There's... I think it's like the desert mission. Um, it's been a while since I played that mission. But yeah, that's the one where you meet with the, the librarian. Um, she gives him the the um, the immunity to the composer so he can't be composed and disintegrated from, you know, the composer. Um, which, I, as a kid, I didn't actually... I had no idea what the fuck was going on there. Yeah, All, I knew the backstory. I just didn't know what she did to him. Um, so I was like, oh, cool. Anyways, and then uh, kept playing the game. Um, and of course, so, you know, talking with my friends at school and everything, we all had a similar reaction with the didact. Like, we we were losing our shit. Like, that was the craziest cutscene ever. Halo 4 is the best. Um, and, you know, and then there's even that mission where you get to actually fly a pelican for the first time. And Yes. Like, the best. Like, that was the best. I love that mission. And, you know, you have the didact talking to you, and he's, like, throwing shit. He's, like, disintegrating, like, pathways for you. Um, and then we get... So, I mentioned earlier um, that I had counted the missions wrong. I had read on IGN there was eight total missions. But that didn't count the prologue. And I was counting the prologue. So, you know, you get to that... What I thought was last mission in the game, you go to that set the uh, space station, you leave Requiem, which I wasn't happy with at the time. You go to the space station next to a Halo, and I'm like, oh wow, that's that's kind of stupid. We're just we're finishing the game next to a Halo. That I feel like they didn't commit to, or and stuff. Not realizing it's not the last mission in the game. Now I actually really like that mission. You know, you have the big mantis battle and stuff, trying to protect the composer. All the scientists gets it's disintegrated you have that really emotional scene between chief and cortana and as a kid like you know at 15 years old uh going through like puberty and everything you know you're a lot more emotional then so it's like you know this is like this is tugging at the heartstrings um you're all trying not to cry and you're just casually having a trail of tears come out just like you're yeah. just like mm. yeah just i know pouring out you're just like please <laughs> It's like, no! And I thought that was going to be the end of the game. I thought, he pulled it, he composed everybody, you're going to get up and have the final showdown. Um, Like, he was going to come down to the base and you kill him or something. I don't know. Uh, and then it goes into a new mission, which I it was like, what? There's a new another mission? Did I count wrong? What's going on? Um, and you have that amazing... Uh, that the I can't think of that. It's like, I think it's a broadsword that you're flying around. Um, through the didact ship and shit, which is just 
like mid, and the mission's called Midnight, and for the longest time, it was my favorite mission. Um, it was only Prometheans, uh, a great like Star Fox like thing. Only Prometheans, and you get to the final thing where you're like the final section where you're in this big dome, and you can choose to go right or left, and you pull the chip out, you put Cortana, she start make uh, into it, and she start makes uh, making copying copies of herself. Excuse me. Yeah. Um. But that was my favorite, you know, plays the song Rival, um, super epic song, like, like, that shit, like, my dad loved that shit, like, we blast that in the car, um, and I remember, because I, I, the way it was designed, it was like, you start with the smaller crawlers, and it gets more and more intense, 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 like, more, like, Promethean Nights, and it did something unexpected, which... For I think a lot of people was pretty disappointing, but for me, was emotionally satisfying as fuck. Instead of just having your normal Doom-like boss battle, which I th- actually think would have been pretty cool, um, you know, it goes to a cutscene and you know, Master Chief's walking on the on the light bridge to go uh, fight the Didact, and he looks at the Didact in the beam that's composing Earth and it's disintegrating it, um, and then it kind of flashes and then he disappears. And you're like, oh no. And then you hear him talking, like taunting Chief, and you're like, oh no. And then, you know, it's above the Chief, and he's looking around, he's trying to figure out well, what's going on, and you just see his foot, the Dynax foot, start floating down behind Chief, and you're like, no! You know, I was thinking Chief, I, th- I was thinking this was the end of Chief. Oh um, no. And then, you know, corners, you know, <laughs> he's like, Force pushes John away. He's trying to activate the bomb. Knocks him off the cliff, and he's just hanging for dear life. And then Cortana rises out of the hard light and, like, holds the didact down. And um, it goes to, like, this QTE event. And you kind of drag yourself across, pick up a grenade, shove it in the didact's chest. It blows up. He falls into the composer. He doesn't die, by the way. Um, and then the game cuts away you know you activate the nuke and i thought that was it you know that's the end of halo you know end of, end of the day but then of course it goes to the you know, this the you know the emotion emotional cutscene i swear to god ever existing you know you have the goodbye of master chief for Quintana. she stays behind 15 year old me is fucking bawling his eyes out and crushed so hard that he doesn't touch the game for a week like emotionally i couldn't play the game for a week um and it just ends. There's this amazing dialogue from Didact as the game is ending. It's kind of got the, the stuff at the end. Master Chief finally takes off his armor for the first time since C- since Halo 2. Um, and then it ends. And it's like, there's my 15-year-old self just fucking emotionally destroyed. But also super, super happy with how the game ended. Um, and I swore upon my life, this is the greatest game ever. And I, f- I held that opinion for years. For years. Um, yeah, it was just so satisfying, so emotional. Um, and that campaign really did a lot for me. Um, but, John, what did, what did you think of the kind of the ending there, that last mission? Yeah, I mean, the music, the, you know, the intensity. I love that it upped the intensity. You know, you kind of went from very basic enemies to very big, scary, and you got you know, a bunch of, like, different crawlers, you know, running towards you. Um, one thing that totally killed me first was, um, as Cortana's, you know, 
uh, making copies of herself on the little stand, when it gets destroyed, I felt like my heart had been ripped out. Oh, yeah, and because we all thought that yeah, she died. She died right there. And I remember yeah. I was in such a rage that I was just running and just gunning. I remember specifically not dying at that section because I was just so mad. And I remember just fighting as hard as I could. And when it got to the end of the game, I was just like so sexed. thought Chief was going to die. And then when I saw Cortana come back, I was actually cheering. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, she's helping. Oh, my God. And just, like, freaking out about it. And then, you know, he detonates the nuke. And, you know, Chief's standing in the orb. And he's just kind of, like, looking around. He's like, what? And, you know, she's like, you made it. And just, like, started talking to him. And then, as, you know, she says goodbye, um you know like the shield starts going away and then it shows chief like he went from like perfectly standing straight to like slowly just limp in space and i thought that was the way they did that was very beautiful like i thought like how they were able to structure that not in like a blocky way it felt so fluid and it was just really really well done and i was just absolutely shocked with you know, like for me, I, I felt like I lost Cortana twice <laughs> and yeah. obviously all the other Halo fans too. But like, that was just the worst feeling on the planet. And, um, I remember I was like, I'm going to go to multiplayer to try to make myself feel better. <laughs> <laughs> and I just played some multiplayer, but yeah, I mean, that game was very intense. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know what it was. Like, I I remember telling my friends, I was like, yeah, I don't like Halo 4 that much. And I was just, I don't know why I was so picky on it. Like, I was just like, I just don't like the art style. And, yeah. and like, I actually gave it a lot of crap for that. And, like, I should have really looked into it and enjoyed it, like, how it was. It wasn't until, you know, you and I started becoming closer friends that I was like, you know what? Like, I really want to replay it. Like, you and I were playing through some of the games together and I replayed Halo 4 and found a like a new love and respect for it and now I absolutely love the game. And um a a fact you told me that still blows my mind is that was the first time Steve Downs and Jen Taylor got a record together. Together as we found out at Halo Outpost. We didn't know I at least I didn't know that. I could have sworn you told me that beforehand. Like maybe that is I th- I know they met for the first time doing Halo 4. But I didn't know it was doing that scene, which it sounds like was the case. Maybe I misunderstood. I think this is like when they were like were recording together because they were like, "Hey, look!" Yeah. Like I remember they met in between three, and like it was a little bit after three. They actually met up and was just like they said, like it was weird because they had an emotional connection to each other, but they didn't know each other. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you were telling me that like Bungie didn't want them to meet for whatever reason. And yeah, I was so mind blown. But yeah, that was before um, for before Outpost, and I remember like hearing like, you told me like yeah, like that's the first time like first time they were able to actually like record together. And like honestly, like I feel that emotion super super well. Like it really, you can tell they absolutely you know took it to heart to record it that way. Um, 
And there's been a couple people that I played Halo 4 with, and they're like, yeah, I still think this is, like, not the greatest Halo. And I'm like, hey, just take this into consideration. This was the first game that they got to record in the, uh, together in the same booth. And I and I usually tell people, like, replay it. I think you'll see it a bit differently. And they did. Um, they actually ended up liking yeah. it a lot more. And, you know, I think people should really kind of, like, step back and, like, double check, like, I was literally, or I was literally like saying the game wasn't that good because of the graphics. When fundamentally, it's the same game. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you know you've got better stuff in it. You can actually sprint. And you can do quite a bit more things. But I was literally giving it crap because I didn't like the fact that it wasn't Halo Two slash Three's armor. It was you know the C type version, and I was just upset at the fact of that i don't know why you know i made it such a big deal and i give myself shit for it all the time because i'm no. like that's that's such a dumb thing and um i actually do like the armor now like i think it's a really really good armor set um we had a coworker um over at our previous job where we were actually met and yeah. his name was johnny and I remember, like, him and I, like, had, like, a little, like, argument over it. And I was like, no, dude, Halo Halo 2 slash Leader Armor is the best, like, hands down. And he goes, Halo 4 Armor is the best. And, you know, he's been playing Halo just as long as we have. And yeah. he goes, you can't tell me that you'd look at the Halo 4 Armor. If you saw that in the dead of night, you'd be terrified. And I was like, I'll give you that. Like, Chief's Armor is actually really, almost scary looking in this game. And yeah. It really adds to it, honestly. I think it does make it really cool. But, you know, I, I'm really glad to see the, um, you know, the new armor type, but it's still got somewhat of a four-touch to it, and, I, you know, it's got a mixture of all of them, and I think it's perfect. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you 100% on Infinite's armor. Definitely perfect. No, man, I totally respect that, and I, I also like to see that you've, you've totally grown. Um as well just like hey appreciating things you didn't before that's uh that's that's a lot what i love to see um and it's actually interesting so that's a good point with uh with halo 3s and halo 4s now it's actually interesting so we've actually i've actually seen mods and you can find this on twitter and youtube where they've modded in the master chief's halo 3 armor into halo 4 um and so it's interesting so and i like to point this out like for me at least Seeing the cutscenes, like the emotional cutscenes with Halo 3's armor, for me, it's it's like not as emotional. Because yeah. that armor is designed to be stoic. It's got very, a lot, it's just confidence in an armor. Where Master Chiefs, if you look at it, it's almost in a, almost more of a frowny face. The way that the, the visor is designed is to actually curve back um, to create a more emotional helmet, like design like it's almost like a face a a more emotional face where halo 3s and halo infinites yeah yeah i was gonna say i'm i'm sitting right next to here so i'm i'm recording right next to my um my collectible cabinet and i'm looking at halo 4's um master chief's helmet and yeah i mean i i totally see that like i really see how they made that more emotional i actually didn't notice that yeah, so so like one of the goals was, of course, to make him like a walking tank, um, because you know it was more of a decision, at least from what I understand it. To they wanted to tell more a more emotional story, but they felt that the super confident and badass Mjolnir armor wasn't. I don't want to say it wasn't it wasn't good enough because that's not correct. 
I guess the term is it didn't support a more emotional chief at the time, a broken down chief or a breaking down chief. Um, and that's what I really like. So a lot of people, you know, I see and I and to an extent, I think from a storytelling perspective, you know, him getting that new armor, like his new Halo 4 armor, when the affinity shows up does, you know, it does not itself to better storytelling. In some ways, I don't think it's a big deal regardless. Um, but I don't think those early uh, those early missions of emotion would have been nearly as effective with the uh, classic armor. And that's what I find really emotion, uh, really interesting. And then you look at the Halo, Halo Infinite, and you can see Master Chief is still damaged and stuff, but you see more confidence in him, the way he moves, the way he... He's not very trustworthy yet of the new AI, but he's still very... He's more confident. He's more like a hero again. He's recovered from this in Halo 5. Um, so I think the, de the decision to redesign Master Chief for Halo 4 and 5, um, and I think it's a, it is, I think that kind of fits underneath the hot take section, but still, I think it's a, I think it was a good call, personally. Um, and I have always, I've always liked that. Like, again, like I mentioned, I didn't really notice much of a difference when it first came out. I, I wasn't sitting there comparing the two. I was just sitting there getting my absolute ass hyped off for it. So yeah, take absolutely. that as you will. <laughs> um, but yeah, as you uh, as you mentioned before, this brought you you know that whole ending brought you into the multiplayer of uh, Halo Four. Um, yep. Now I'm interested. I know my opinion on it, um, and I think a lot of people do. But I was more interested just because, you know, I. Don't actually. I don't think I know this answer. I, I'd like to hear more of your thoughts on Halo Force multiplayer. Um, kind of back then, and maybe what you think of it now. It has the best SWAT, and I do not care what anybody else says. It has hands That's down it. the best SWAT. The gunplay is absolutely phenomenal, especially with um. I I'm sorry, I'm a little bit bad with the Halo Four map names, but I can tell you what it was. So basically, you've got like jets kind of propulsing you towards the other side of the map. It's kind of like a four-platform map, but then it's also got that middle section. Um, is it Haven? Or, hold on, is it at night, or is it during the day? During the day. And, Haven. Um, I, maybe it was Haven. It felt like it was almost like on a ship area. Oh, not Forerunner? Yeah, not Forerunner. For sure not Forerunner. Oh! It was human -made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh! Oh, the one with the Mantis in the center. I think like, you had the mantis. In the you're middle. on the ship. You have so it's kind of a circle. You have the two cannons on the outside that would blow you to the other side, and then we meet in the middle. Can, and there's you a can giant run laps. mech. Yeah, and there's a giant mech in the center. It kind of looks like a mantis, but like twice the size. Yeah, and you can like run. I laps think that's a drift. Area. Yeah, yeah, drift. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, drift. Um, and playing SWAT on that map. This is actually where I started getting really good. Um, I'm definitely not as good as I used to be, but this is when I would play every day, every, like, every time I got off school, I would quickly do my chores. Um, I didn't really have homework all that often. I'm going to be totally honest. I wasn't, like, a super smart kid, um, but, you know, I tried to get everything out of the way just because I wanted to play games so bad. And yeah. um, I just remember running through and just playing SWAT, and I remember, like, that was the first time I got a perfection. And, oh, really? Yeah, and I was screaming because I was just like, I am a fucking god at this game. And I felt I am the master commander. 
so yeah, I am the master commander. Um, I absolutely felt like a Spartan. Like I was like, it was every game that I was going into that I was just wrecking everyone. Halo Reach was when I was starting to get really good, but Halo Four I think was actually my peak um, of when I was um, at its best point. And so I had um, a lot of fun. Um, this is actually like where I had some friends where we'd you know would play online together, and still one of the coolest moments was. It was uh, me, uh, my friend Tyler, and Devin. So we all decided to do a 1v1. Uh, well, like a okay. uh, PVE, and it was a uh, three. So um, we were all versing each other. And I remember Devin threw a grenade onto my the tip of my battle rifle. There was a sniper rifle on the ground after I killed Tyler. And he, um, he just barely responded. I remember the grenade boosting me. And um, I shot Devin in the head, got a headshot, and then moved right over and saw Tyler and got another headshot. Oh, my and God. dropped down, and Devin quit the game and didn't talk to me for two weeks. <laughs> he was so mad. And from there, like, a lot of my friends actually stopped playing with me. <laughs> And no so, way, um, that's why I was super hyped when you and I wanted to play because I was like, in a weird way, I was like, oh my God, I finally have competition. <laughs> that sounds and so Boy, mean. I hope I served. They were way I better at served. like Smash Bros. They were way better at everything else, but Halo was my game. And so, um, game. oh man, so many good memories there. I remember one time, um, we had a friend named, um, Jason and, um, Alex and we were all playing at Miles' place, and I remember the fact that, like, he w- he got upset every time I killed him. And oh, yeah. it actually got to a point that they would purposely get low on health, and then I would perfectly time it. Like, I this was all, like, we didn't communicate this. They did it purposely, so I'd actually run through, kill them, take his kill, and then kill him. And so I would get double the points, and he would only get an assist. And so, like, Holy he got God. so mad. And, like, I remember, like, they'd run up and punch him. Then he'd punch back, and then I'd come through and get a headshot on both of them. And oh he would just God. get super pissed. And, yeah, I remember, like, that was the first time I actually physically made someone throw a controller down, and they broke it. Like, are you serious? That's they broke so their funny. controller, and I was just like, "Wow, I have never made someone rage so bad." And like, actually, he turned off his Xbox, and uh, that was that the was last it. time I played Halo with him. <laughs> yeah, so I was friends with him like what? years more, but you know, definitely um, was the last time playing Halo Four. But um, it had, in my opinion, one of the best gun plays ever um and i think that's funny because like you know i know that's one of your favorite you know you know one of your top halo games and mine's halo 2 and i think it's so funny because like in halo 2 i will just absolutely wreck you but in halo 4 you absolutely wreck me and it's so amazing that halo 3 were balanced and i, I love that it's so funny yin and and we don't yang, even, baby. Like, yeah it's yin and yang <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, seriously, man. It's 
Oh my god, that is so funny that that your friend there that you just just whipped his ass so hard. He's just like, nope, we're done, we're done. It's not happening. <laughs> we're done, dude. I remember that's that's what coined my nickname. Like my friends called me the Master Chief or the Chief when it was referred to Halo. Dude, that is so legendary. There it is. And that's no longer your nickname. It is now your official like legal name. It's your birthright as a John. Dude, yeah. After I found out his name was John, I was just like, look, guys, it's all over. <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> I am Spartan117. <laughs> Get wrecked. Teabag. Get wrecked. <laughs> it's Spartan teabags, the taste of victory. <laughs> More teabags than Lipton. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. I so got that reference. <laughs> if you get that reference, you're a Chad. <laughs> oh if, yeah, if you get that reference, you're a true Chad. You're you're um you're a veteran. You're definitely a you're veteran. veteran. And it and it's oh. not the reference is not that Lipton is a tea bag, like a tea oh. like tea bag company. It's something else. Oh. But I'm not gonna say it because only legends know get to know that. <laughs> Dude, Dude, that, that is awesome! Oh my God, I, Halo pop like made teabagging popular. I do not care what anybody says. Halo is what made teabagging so popular. I, that's that's my opinion. <laughs> you know, and it's funny you say that because I really can't think of another game that teabagging was ever like really a thing in. in t- you know, right? Of course, right? I, I mean, I, I really, I'm sure it was. I don't know, but I know Halo was the one that made it. Like, oh, yeah. you know, the teabag. The legendary teabag. I'm going to teabag your face. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, do you have any fond memories of multiplayer? Oh. You know, just oh. what did you, ha- uh, you know, what did you think of, like, the multiplayer? Because I know that's, like, that's your baby. Like, to me, I, when I think of Halo 4, I think of you immediately. Absolutely. Halo 4. Oh, baby. Oh, man. I love Halo 4 multiplayer so goddamn much. I have so many goddamn memories with this game, dude. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, after... So, I got to give a little bit of context. So, after the week of break, after having my absolute emotions shattered against the wall and pissed on, um, <laughs> I couldn't play the campaign for like a month, okay? So, I jumped into the multiplayer. That's okay. And I was like, you know, because, you know, multiplayer is like, you know, I love the other, I love the other multiplayer games. Like, I absolutely fucking love Halo's multiplayer. But I wasn't, you know, I was excited for multiplayer, but I wasn't like, you know, that's not why I'm fucking here. Uh, as it turned out, though, I, I turned out to be really kind of good at Halo 4's multiplayer. Um, I actually turned out to be great at Halo 4's multiplayer, and I loved it. Um... I so around that time, you know, I was playing a lot of Battlefield, a lot of Modern Warfare, and stuff like that. So, going into Halo Four was an easy as hell transition. You just mixed Halo's multiplayer with um, some concepts from Battlefield and Call of Duty, um, which yeah. is not an insult in any way. Um, in fact, I, I I really loved it, um, and I think uh, I think Halo Four had some of the best. Actually, no, no. Let me correct myself. Halo Four had the best. Uh, big team battle mode, um, which was Dominion, which is basically small scale battlefield. You you're, you capture the different bases, and 
But the cool thing is when you capture a base, it'll set up fortification. So you have turrets pop up, automated turrets. You'll spawn in vehicles. And, oh my god, I fucking love Dominion. Every time I get that in, in even Mass Chief Collection, I got it last week. And I was just like, fucking let's go! You know? <laughs> and the best map, the I, I swear to god this map was designed specifically for Dominion. It's called Longbow. And if you don't know which one it is, it's the big snowy map in Halo 4. Three bases, one, two, three, there's a big lake next to it. Uh, base, so yeah, A, B, and then C's in the center. Um, it's elevated and stuff. Both sides, you've got your big tanks and stuff, Warthogs. Um, it is just the best fucking map. Oh, I love that yeah. map so much. Yeah. It is made for Dominion. I hope to God that Halo Infinite brings back Dominion, first of all, but also remakes that map in some form of capacity. Because, oh my god, dude. I, I love that. I would, you know, there was like a Dominion playlist, I think. And that was the main one I played for a long time. And I love Slayer. I love, um, you know, all of that stuff. But for me, Dominion was the shit. SWAT was amazing as well. I actually do agree with you. I think SWAT was the best in Halo 4. It's yeah. the only one I can stand down. SWAT for. Hands down. Halo 5 SWAT uh, is fun, except for everybody else is so much better than me that I want to kill myself. I so. love Halo 5 SWAT, but I'm going to get into that with our um, Halo 5 next month. Absolutely. So I, stay tuned I, for that. I, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's going to be a fun one. Um, but yeah, yeah, SWAT and Halo, it's just so good. But, you know, I, I used to be so good because I, I still have the same class as I did back in the day. I remade it into Master Chief Collection. I always have the assault rifle as my primary, the battle rifle as my secondary, plasma grenade, jetpack, um, and then I can't Dude, remember what the other things you are. With your plasma grenades. This is why you're <laughs> my the plasma grunt. grenade. You're so good at sticks. You really oh, are. It's a, it is a talent. I swear to God, it is a talent that you have. The way I don't know what it is because it's mostly because I mean I'm good at it in Halo Three. I'm really good at Halo Three. Um, Halo Two and One. I'm fine at halo 5 i'm fine at but halo 4 something about the way they coded those grenades something about the way the animation works i can almost get a stick anytime i try like i don't know what it is i don't know how i do it all right so and then of course of course you know i have the jetpack um which is like the greatest fucking thing ever added to a halo game ever that shit should be added to halo infinite as a pickup because Oh my god, the jetpack. <laughs> um, I, hope I love that thing so much. Dude, that thing... Oh, I think that's the main reason I, I'm so fucking good at Halo. Because, or at Halo 4. Because, um, you know, everybody's you know at the same level. There's some verticality and stuff. But, you're, of course, you're always looking to ledges. You're always looking where players would be. But what I'll do is I'll take my jetpack and I'll jump off cliffs. And I'll just go around and I'll get, be in the air shooting them. So they have to look up. And so a lot of times they'll be shot by somebody else, but I'll land the headshot with my BR and then switch my assault rifle, take somebody down. Ah, that shit is just insane. Um, but yeah, I love that. And I know it's kind of an unpopular opinion to like uh, classes in Halo. I fucking love them, <laughs> dude. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I really, really like the classes. I don't think they should necessarily return an infinite in any f capacity, but I'm just saying for as far as Halo 4 goes, we have a... Halo with classes, and it's awesome. And I don't care what you say, it's awesome. Well, why don't we just have separate game types for it? For instance, like um, 
capture the flag. That would be very great for capture the flag, in my opinion. Um, you can, you know, use it for like defense or very good offense. Um, you know, big team battles. I feel like, yeah, uh, well, that's arguable. Maybe like certain class big team battles um, versus like you know all out like big team battles. You know, I feel like they could make a whole class section. Yeah, the main problem with classes is that people bitch about them on Twitter, and I'm yeah. <laughs> That's about fair. it. That's about it. Though, otherwise, I'd be like, yeah, absolutely, dude. And even then, I don't really care that people bitch on Twitter. I think uh, I think classes would be really cool, um, especially since Halo Infinite looks to be diving more into your customization. I think it would be fucking awesome. But that's just me. Yeah, that's no, just how I, I mean- roll. I, I would love to just have some custom game modes just like that. You know, a couple game modes where it's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, this is this like this is a specific section for like this type of loadout, and then this also is a different game style that doesn't need the specific lo- loadout. Um, I think that's something they should look into adding. Um, you know, at their point. discretion. But I mean, overall, like either or, like I can I can live without it, uh, live with it, or live without it. I'm not really too keen to one or the other. I guess. Absolutely. Um, so I totally get that. Um, but one of the things that Halo 4 provided uh, that I didn't do a lot in any other game. I did a little bit in Halo 3 with my friends, but Halo 4 was the game of custom games. Um, and I'm talking with random people online, me and my cousin and my friend. We would just, you know, we would do so good in um, online stuff and people would just, you know... The community back then, the Halo community was awesome. You, you know, almost every night I get invited to a custom game. Okay, we'll play it. What are we playing? Oh, some kind of really cool Forge map. You know, I remember Teacher was really a really cool game. Um, and I think the greatest one is the only time I've ever gotten an unfriggin' believable, which is forty kills in a row, uh, similar to like a double kill, triple kill in the same like amount of time. Forty kills in a row. Um, I remember. So there was this weird game type. I don't know. It was like, so we, it was infection mode. By the way, we got to talk more about infection in a minute. But it was an infection yes. mode. Um, and basically, the flood would start at the bottom. You're at the top of this tower. And they basically had to climb back and forth going up this big wall. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we had uh, binary rifles with the infinite ammo. So you could pretty much assume how it went. Uh, we had a full lobby. I think there was only two... Three, I think, people, survivors, and the rest were zombies. Um, and yeah, it was just so crazy. It was just pew, pew, reload, pew, pew, reload, and just taking them down. 40 kills in a row. I got booted after. Because <laughs> uh, the guy who was hosting it's like, fuck you. And he booted me. Um, no. But I actually have, I have a record of that. I have a record on that on Halo Waypoint. At least I think I do. Because uh, I was looking at it the other day, and I'm pretty sure it is. That medal is on there. But, um, oh my god, John, we gotta talk about the flood mode, bro. The fucking flood mode. Um, I was always a big fan of Infection. Me and my cousins and everybody, we would play that a lot. But yeah. man, 343 took that shit to the next level. And I'm yeah. so sad they went back on that in Halo 5. Because they created a whole special, unique flood design for the Spartan 4s. Creepy face, big claw. They moved fast. If you had the thruster, it would just launch them across the map. Um, they would make creepy sounds. Oh, my God, dude. I love Flood Mode. Dude, I wish I could play yeah. it every day. I remember that 
I played that a lot only because, um, as you guys know, if you've listened to us um, before or, you know, if you know me or maybe you don't know, uh, I absolutely love the Flood. I actually think that's my favorite faction. And it is they're just really cool in concept and i love the design of them so seeing a a total design of a spartan into a flood was really cool and just seeing you know the face being super jacked up you've got basically an energy sword hand that's obviously not Mm. an energy sword it's just flesh but it's meant to like you know stab and kill people same function but yeah you know can really mess you up um had so much fun actually um i controversial opinion i don't like infection all that much but (gasps) halo 4 made it so incredible oh i kept constantly going back and actually enjoying myself yeah flood if oh my god dude ah it is like it was really sad for me to see halo 5 and we'll I mean, not a big deal, but it was like to see they just go green Spartans, kind of like you know, a regular infection variant. Man, Flood in Halo Four was the shit. I love that. I love their creepy fucking smiles. I think it's the coolest Flood design in the world. Um, and I remember the first time they revealed that it was an IGN video, um, and they were playing on I think a Solus. I think it was that map, and they were showing it off, and I was like. This is the coolest thing ever, and it was. And it's kind of hard to get into a flood match today on Master Chief Collection. Um, and I, I probably can't stand going back to standard Halo Four because of the upgrades. But man, anytime I get a full into a flood match, dude, it is like party time. Crack open a beer. We're gonna fuck some shit up. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And so much, I mean, they, they re, you know, modders, not modders, but foragers were able to do so much with the flood mode. I, I can't tell you how, like, I'm talking hundreds of different custom games with people. Like, that was, I still, I have like 600 friends on there, on, on Xbox, and I guarantee you about 500 of them are from Halo 4. Guaranteed, 100%. Um, you were the, you were the trope of the, basically, um, you were better than someone instead of someone like, you know, sending you shit talk. They sent you a friend request. They sent me either a friend request or a game invite. And then we would send a friend request. Um, yeah. And usually it was, it was every night, dude. I swear to God, every night I could always anticipate, you know, at least an hour of multiplayer and then an invite at some point. It was so much yeah. fun. I love that. I miss that dude. Um, and now that they have server browsers in Master Chief Collection, oh man, I'm gonna go see if there's any flood modes going, because uh, oh, that would bring me back, man. That was so much fun. There's so many different great uh, maps there. Um, Halo Four's multiplayer was special, dude. I remember watching a VDoc about it, uh, a Halo Four VDoc before release, and I remember them talking one of the one of the makers. I think it was Kiki Wolfkill. I'm actually fairly certain it was. And she said something along the lines of, we didn't want this to be Halo 2 multiplayer. We didn't want this to be Halo 3 multiplayer. We didn't want this to be a mix of different multiplayers. We wanted this to be Halo 4. And I think it's undeniable, whether you like the game or not, that that Halo 4's multiplayer is distinctly Halo 4. I think it improves the gameplay off of Halo Reach dramatically. And I think Halo 4 is just top-notch um 
that multiplayer, dude. That I mean, I've I put like seven hundred and fifty hours in that on the three sixty version alone. So, and that was in, during like school, and that was like every night, and that was also with me being grounded sometimes. So, because you know, why do homework when you can play some Halo? Yeah, that was me sometimes. <laughs> Dude, yeah. yeah. Um, you did mention Forge earlier, and I did want to jump briefly into that before our next topic. We and yeah, definitely. Like, I oh, fuck yeah, dude. Forge, dude. Forge. Um, you know, Halo 3's Forge was the first. Halo Reach was the second, and they really improved upon it. But Halo Four really, I felt like, changed the game. Of course, it wasn't too different, but, like, the addition of magnets, getting things to perfectly align, um, and honestly, like, with it being, like, you know, objects being able to be phased and stuff like that, I was really able to make my maps feel more seamless, and the magnets really made it so that way I was saving time, and I'm really glad yeah. that they're keeping that feature. Um, one thing I did wish it had was a quick toggle on off instead of me going through the menu, pressing B, going through, pr- pressing it off, and then going back. Because sometimes yeah. I want to turn it off immediately. Line um, after I got it lined up, press A, turn it off, click it, and then move it slightly in, and it makes it feel seamless. Like there wasn't like a seam; it was all built together perfectly. Um, but you know the way the game was built was built so well with forge and um of course the um the multiplayer um so another another quick thing is i did like the hologram for a specific thing Ooh, and that was the um taste of victory the spartan tea bags taste of victory because you perfectly placed it over their head you're the um the clone would teabag the dead body. And what I started doing in multiplayer is I would use the shield, but I would, after killing someone, I would teabag them. And so they started knowing me in the matches as the teabag guy. And so then I swapped to um, the clone. And so people would either start see me being line, beelining it towards there. Obviously it's not me or they'd see the dead, like see the hologram teabagging and they'd get mad and try to run up and assassinate me. And then I'd run up behind them and assassinate them. Oh my God. What the greatest thing ever. It is so funny. And I remember, um, my sister and dad absolutely hated teabagging. And so I, that's how I got my practices, uh, in was because I would spawn it in because we'd just play Forge and just spawn whatever weapons we wanted. And after killing them, I would then get my dude to run over and then start teabagging. And I remember my dad grounded me. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's great. Dude, yeah. It was so funny. Yeah, he got really, really pissed. But it was worth it. It was worth it. Absolutely worth it. But yeah, dude. um, With, uh, did you, did you have any, like, fun memories with like forge or you know anything of um kind of the hologram or any like the pickups so actually yes um most as you know most halo games when it comes to the forge topic i usually kind of like stay back because i'm not much of a forger that's kind of john's area but oh my god it was that different for Halo 4 because Halo 4 
had the best goddamn forge, and it was so much fun. Um, it was easy to use. It was it was intuitive. It was it was fast. It had you know light like the natural lighting for the most part, and most importantly, it had forge islands. Also known as Forge Islands. Yes. I like to mispronounce it. (laughs) Um, Man, I remember that, though. Like, me and my cousins... Now, I I say that because we played a lot of Halo 4. Um, We we would actually go through and make maps that we would intend to play, like, like Flood and stuff. We would... In fact, we were mostly in the business of making flood maps because we just loved the idea of a horror aesthetic. I remember we tried to remake the Nostromo from Alien. I rem- it didn't turn out well, by the way. Uh, I remember oh, in no. the there was <laughs> there was a uh, a way you can actually have the the water in Halo uh, in the Forge Islands. There was like a foot that you can go into the water before it killed you. So what you do is you'd have a grid. You make a grid. You put it down below a foot, and you have somebody test and drop into it. And see if they died. And then you slowly raise it until they didn't die anymore. Um, I remember doing that. Yeah, so that's what you could do. And so a lot of our maps, once Forge Island came out, which was amazing, by the way, for the most part, um, was we would make a lot of our maps on the water. Uh, because we just love the idea of like a flooded space, like a spaceship that crash landed, flooded, and the flood is broken loose in there. So we'd make a ton of those maps. Uh, the one thing that actually really got on my nerves by the time halo 5 was coming around was the lighting system on forge island which was fundamentally broken so if you had if you put the grid down into the water and you had four walls with no entries of light whatsoever even on the bottom the (laughs) the water would glow like a fucking glow stick (laughs) and for whatever reason eventually that got on my nerves so much and i remember thinking for a while because there was a while there was like a good six month period where i didn't touch the campaign at all um and that was a lot later after i replayed the campaign like five thousand times but um i remember thinking like wow these graphics in halo halo 4 kind of suck they were much better than halo 3 and then you go back to the campaign you're like what what went wrong what went wrong and then it turns out it's just, it was just that map had a, had a, like a weird bug in it that was <laughs> affecting the water somehow. It's just a stupid thing. Um, but outside of that, dude, we had so much fun. We created quite a few maps. There's different ways you can add like fog and stuff. Um, trees were added and everything. We make our little forest base, um, and we made so many bases that we never ended up playing on at any point. That's funny. <laughs> hey, practice. I probably yeah. It's fun. It's it's good. It's fun. Um, and we, okay, we maybe play it on it, like, right after we made it, we'd have, like, a flood match and then call it a day and then never play it again because we always wanted to, f- you know, host uh, matches like a lot of people did in custom games. Um, but we never really did. We just kind of joined games. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that was kind of my experience with Forge because, I don't know, Forge in Halo 4 was awesome, man. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I loved Forge in Halo 4. I felt like Reach did a really good job, and I loved Reaches so much, but Halo 4 I did like making stuff into as well. Um, now we're moving on to like my kind of my more of my favorite section, but which is weird is I didn't know too many um, too many Easter eggs this time around, um, which really? I was kind of sad about, but I remember um, actually watching a video about um, Red versus Blue, and oh, that yeah. was 
that was really cool. Like they'd actually like have different things going on about it. So, um, like, you know, you have to shoot like certain boxes and then it would say like a line from red versus blue. And I thought that was, you know, absolutely incredible. Yeah, they had the, I think they were in two Spartan Ops missions, which we'll talk about Spartan Ops a little bit later. Um, but there's a few of them there I actually have, which is, um, which is really fun. Cause I actually figured out, figured out a couple of these by accident. Um, oh really? Yeah, by absolute abs- accident. So, and most of them, most of them, I think, if not all of them, are in the campaign. But in the very first mission, um, right after you get out of the pod, um, if uh, I can't remember if uh, if you had to play this on legendary or not, but as soon as you get out of the pod, you go over to pod number six, I think it was, or cryotube six. And on the floor, you would actually see a limited edition Halo 4 case. The uh, the, oh. big, like, the great pack. Yeah, I think it was in front of 8. It could have been both. I actually remember two of them being there. Um, so yeah, that was like right outside like when you first started. If you look on the floor, maybe next time you play it, I, I don't remember if it was on a specific difficulty. But yeah, so those were there. If you actually just walk down the hall a little bit, there's a pair of stairs on your left you go down the stairs and there's a service record for master chief yes It'll tell you all the I, lore and stuff every time i played that i would actually do that first before i continued yes so absolutely so that was cool um like i kind of mentioned before that opening section of rec uh the second uh mission requiem um in the cr- crash infinity you can find a bunch of stuff like saws and stuff you can find a recording from dr halsey um Listen to Covenant chatter over the mics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. On that. And then there's even, I, I think, uh, so in the mission in uh, Shutdown, which is the one where, you know, you're on the uh, the Pelican. In that opening section when you're in the Hangar of Infinity, there is a, I think it's Conan O'Brien, the comedian. He's actually in the ship. Um. So I don't think this is actually his his um, model, but there's two Marines sitting t- together and they're having a conversation, and you'll hear Conan O'Brien and Andy uh, Andy Richer, I think it was Richer, having a conversation, like it's like a, like like it's a fucking comedy night show or something. That's um, great. Pretty sure it's in MCC. I, I actually haven't tried it in years, but I remember that. Um, and then my all time favorite one, my all time favorite one is in the mission on uh, Composer, which is the one where you leave, which is the, like the uh, human base next to the Halo installation for three ring. Um, there is a room in one of this, I think it's the second control room, um, where you could find a bunch of dancing uh, grunts. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, so it's cool. I'd have to remember, I have to look up how to do it again, but I've, I've found that one. That was really, really cool. That was really funny. And you can also, so there's that section as well on that map where the Covenant uh, are coming into the airlock pods. You can actually go through before they come in and push the button and you'll open the door and have them fly out on the space. Not having to do any combat. You just go as, as they're coming, you just press the buttons and it'll just launch them into space, which is fun. Uh, but that was most of it there. Um, I know there's red versus blue Easter eggs in Spartan Ops and a couple of missions, and those were fun too. Um, I actually did one just like kind of recently, not even recently. It was like a year, a couple of years ago when they had Yap Yaps thing going on. 
Yeah, so I know that um, Halo 4 introduced something that's a little bit newer, and um, this was called Spartan Ops. Now, um, I actually didn't get to play it too much. Um, I only played a handful of missions, and I actually didn't end up getting too far. But um, I know that you played it, and you said you enjoyed it. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, what did you what did you experience through there? No, absolutely. So Spartan Ops was intended to replace Firefight, um, and I thought it was a fucking awesome, like, Repl- like if you had to replace, if you can have them b- side by side, um, I think Spartan Ops was a great replacement uh, because it just added story context to basically firefight missions in a way. But they're all super unique and fun. Um, now we're only going to briefly touch on Spartan Ops here because I know you haven't played it. Um, there's cool events that happened into it, and I think we can, you know, even just dedicate a full episode to Spartan Ops because it's. It's long, dude. There's like a hundred, not a hundred. There's probably like fifty episodes of game, like game episodes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so there's there's ten. Um, now tell me if I'm doing the right math wrong. But there's ten like CGI episodes that go together to create the Spartan Ops thing, and then for every uh, one of those, you have an episode with five. I guess five chapters. I guess per episode. Um, and they're all pretty decently long, any time between uh, 15 to 45 minutes per, per episode. Um, okay. There's a lot of really unique stuff. The first five episodes, they kind of get a little bit repetitive, but the latter half, it, get, it mixes it up a lot. Um, and the cutscenes are really, really cool as well. They'll give you context to stuff, some of the big stuff that leads into Halo 5. Like, you could probably... Play Spartan Ops, not even read any of the Escalation, and then pick up Halo 5. And know enough of what's going on to be like, oh yeah, that's Joel and Donna. Oh yeah, that's why Dr. Halsey doesn't have an arm. Okay. But <laughs> anyway, shoot. it's, yeah, right, it's it's crazy. But it's really good. Um, I'd definitely recommend it. And we'll, but we'll kind of move on from that, because I don't want to uh, take up too much time talking about that. I'm oh, sure we'll good. have our, yeah, our own episode on that. Yeah, and um, I'm really excited to jump into that, especially because now I know that there's um, a lot more to it as well, and there's actually quite a few um, episodes uh, to work through. Yeah. So I'm actually really excited to, uh, to jump into that. Um, feel free to uh, tweet at me if you'd actually like to, to see that, um, and we'll, go, we'll be going over that. So if you actually would like to see me stream that, and I keep saying this, but I actually do want to try to get into streaming some more. Um, I'm going to try to shoot for Mondays um, just for a little bit of time and try to knock that out. So if you guys are interested, feel free to tweet at me. Dude, absolutely. It'd be fun to run through some of it with you, Um, especially through episode five. That's my favorite episode. Um, Yeah, we'll run through it together. Dude, it's going to be awesome. Um, But yeah, so that's going to be awesome there. But I think we move on real quick to our hot takes and underappreciated opinions about Halo 4. Which, let's be honest, just the fact that we love Halo Four is kind of a hot take itself. But yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of sad that <laughs> it's a hot take. It's and, less um, now than it was. Yes. It's actually more popular now than it was, but still, you know. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, my hot take is still. Um, I don't. I, I'm not a huge, huge like. I love all grunts, but I I felt like this design wasn't super my favorite. <laughs> If I had it on a tier list, it'd be at the bottom. But that's not a bad thing. I mean, all gr- all grunts are beautiful. I mean, you're not wrong, but it still hurts to say. I'm sorry. 
Um, <laughs> I, I, I liked the elites, but I personally liked kind of the older style elites more as well. Um, Naturally, absolutely hated the jackals. Could not stand <laughs> but, I mean, the look of the when jackals. When do we not? Yeah, you don't like look at the jackals. No, I think it was. I think it was a, a terrible, uh, terrible way to go about it, and that's my personal opinion. I don't think it's the worst. I would like to see it maybe like almost like the um, skirmishers, where it's like another style of jackal. But yeah, no, I I like the um, the really narrow looking bird type instead of like the dinosaur looking style. All right, hold on. I gotta pump the brakes or something real quick. Hold on, hold on. So, you said so you'd be more okay with the jackals that 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 design of jackal if they were a separate from the original classic jackals. Right? Yes, more or less, you'd be better with that. Yeah, like because skirmishers, like a cousin. Yeah, so I'm I'm assuming it's basically that. It is so so, and I think you, you mentioned about something this earlier, which I just want to address real quick because. I see some actual people genuinely not know this, and then when I tell them, they're like, wait, what? Oh, wait, seriously? Oh, okay, then. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you already know, but I do want to address it. Like, So the art style here, like the battle rifle, the assault rifle, um, some of the you know the major redesigns um, are actually just different like phenotypes and stuff. So the, the Halo 4 elites coexist with the classic elites. Yes. Uh, the jackals in this game and stuff. So, I, I and I one of the reasons because I know you reminded me of that because I actually remember one of my cousins recently saying like I just wish they went didn't keep switching art styles. You know, just keep it the same. And I was like, Yo, it's well, these actually coexist together. Like the, you can like in Halo Infinite potentially you could see the Halo CE and the Halo f- uh, Four Jackal in, like standing next to each other. And like for that, for him, it was like, oh shit, re- okay, all right, that's well, cool. That's the case. It that's is cool. cool. So I just wanted to address that real quick. But no, absolutely. I t- actually, uh, I actually kind of agree with you on the jackals, though. I think they're like more like velociraptors than anything else. Yeah, um, I, I don't like how they look. <laughs> they're weird. They got they were like I think they're kind of cool for like frontline jackals. Like, but I want it, the ones that can die. Got first. More, that design. Yeah, if like, we got more of that design, I didn't want. I don't want them to have the shields or anything, or even the the skirmisher shields. If anything, I want them to be like more ravaging and like rabies jackals that just go nuts and try to eat your face off. So I would like to see them. Um, obviously, you know, jackals are more of a um, pirate type mm-hmm. of um, you know creature. Yeah, um, I would like to see them in Infinite where they will actually be kind of more of the scouts and they'll take stuff from you. Like if you have got a, cool. a troop camp um, at night, they may like come by and steal stuff. Oh, like like yeah, like little scavengers there just running yeah. by, sneaking stuff, and you can find them. That would be so cool. Yeah, you kill them, you get I a loot drop, and you can get some maybe good weapons. Dude, absolutely. No, that's a, that's a really good idea, actually. <laughs> I love it. Dude, yeah, I, and then of course yeah, I'm actually are, would be intrigued. Yeah, pirates in there. Yeah, that'd be really cool. But yeah, I totally respect that though. No, no problem at all there. I just yeah. <laughs> other th- other than that, just like other than the art style, like truthfully, I don't really have any other ha- uh, any other hot takes. Yeah, and I feel like like I mentioned, I think my main hot take is that I consider Halo Four to be among Halo Three status. Um, like my favorite Halos often switch between CE, ODST, Four, and Three. Um, 
and will probably soon be all toppled with infinite let's be honest but agreed yeah right now it just kind of depends on the day um halo 4 was definitely a big thing that came to me for like writing I felt the story was written so well, and that was kind of in the perfect time where my awesome English teacher was super supportive with my writing. Um, so that just kind of naturally blossomed with Halo 4. So I think Halo 4, even though it switches, I think Halo 4 is like the best written game out of all of them, as far as characters go, at least. I think it's the best character written game. I think it's tied with Halo 2 as the best written story. Um... Yeah, I just I think uh, I think Halo Four is fucking terrific, and I guess that's a hot take in itself. I can't think of many things I, I dislike outside of those really minor things I mentioned before. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything. I don't know. I guess I'm just lame like that. I guess yeah, I just I mean, simp Halo Four. I'm just, oh oh, Cortana's design in Halo Four is the best. Okay, there we go. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> Dude, personally, it'd be Halo 2 Anniversary. I think that was overall the best Halo, uh, the the best Cortana design. Um, Really? Cutscenes, gameplay, or both? Uh, Cutscenes specific. specific. Cutscenes specific. Really? I think Hmm. she... In my opinion, that was the perfect Cortana. That was the Cortana I envisioned as a kid. Interesting. That's funny. And I'm... (laughs) For me, that Cortana in the cutscenes is phenomenal. I'm just fucking with you, John. (laughs) I I was just like, all right. All right, come at me, dude. (laughs) I'm just fucking with you. Now, the in-game Cortana, little chubby chubby cortana in halo 2 anniversary that's, that's okay she put I felt on like a few that pounds. her her outlines didn't look correctly for instance how the head sits uh how the neck was sitting amongst the um the chest i felt like that didn't look yeah. p- quite good um yeah. but through the cut scenes um that was the best cortana that i could have asked for yeah i think that's my third favorite i think halo 3 is too iconic uh, that's my number two, and it, I'm sorry, guy. Like Halo Force Cortana, uh, just perfect. I mean, the way they're able to do her facial animations, um, just her general appearance. I just. Why do I just realize the weapon is a perfect is. mixture between Halo Two Anniversary and Four? Hold on, let me take a look at her real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna look her up too. Hold on. I love that this is live right now because um, you and I are both like. Okay, okay. So hold on. So, Halo Infinite. No, you're right. Though I'm looking. No, you're right. I didn't realize that. That is genuinely the best version because I see so much of Halo Four's features, but yet I see so many of the Halo Two anniversary features. Hands down, this is the best Cortana. I do not care. <laughs> uh, the weapon. Sorry. Uh, best best version. AI. Best AI. <laughs> Best AI, I will shoot you. <laughs> Do it, you won't. No balls. In in Halo, of course. I, I, oh, okay. I, I am... You'd have yes. to actually hit me first, but that's fine. Yeah, 1v1 me. 1v1 <laughs> one me. Do it. Do it. Halo CE. <laughs> Halo CE. Oh, Halo CE. Now we're on even ground where we both suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, know all the, I know all the pickup times. You're screwed. 
I can spawn right behind you because that's how spawning works in CE. So you're yeah. screwed. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, I mean, it impacts me just, um, I guess just by, you know, the, the most cliche thing to say is definitely don't judge it. Um, I was not like for a second that I was almost not interested because of the different art style, but um, I'm really glad that I played it and I actually have um, a whole, you know, big respect built around that game. Absolutely. I think uh I think Halo 4 is genuinely I still I still think it's under under uh, underappreciated even though in the community there's been actually a lot more love for it recently, which is awesome, especially when there's connections between Halo 4 and Halo Infinite specifically. So that's going to be cool. Um like I mentioned for me Halo 4's biggest impact on myself was getting me further interested in the writing. So that's taken me a long way, and of course, so many great memories with my friends, my cousins. Um, yeah, genuinely, I just don't think. Uh, yeah, I think three four three industries nailed Halo Four. I think it's just about as perfect as you can get, and that kind of leads us directly into Halo Five next month. Um, now we're not going to do Spartan Ops next month. We're going to do that separately if we uh, if we have time. Halo Five is next month. And uh, I think that's when the hot the hot takes still you know start really coming out. Um, yep, I've got a couple myself. So I've got I've got a couple hot takes. Also, keep in mind my hot takes are also tend to be more positive takes that are not popular. So mine are slightly negative, but I also have a few negatives myself to say. So uh, Halo Five is an interesting beast to tackle. I think you and I we're not we, we can't touch on the ODSD helmet or we're gonna be there all day uh, messing with each other. What did you <laughs> but, just fucking say? Uh, do you know what? <laughs> you know it's cool. You know it's cool. Shut up. <laughs> uh, how does it feel to be objectively wrong? It feels correct to be wrong. Politically correct. I think you. Uh, I think that's how that works. You underestimate don't my know power. Anymore. No, I don't. <laughs> I am your power. What? <laughs> All right. I, I don't uh, even know. I think that's going to I think that's I think that kind of calls it for the night for sure. Yeah, that's, I was going to uh, say that was a that's a good place to end at. Um like always, you know, thank you guys so much for listening and, and, you know, joining us on this podcast episode. We love doing these things and, you know, we look forward to, you know, doing more with it. Um, just heads up, we actually have some big news coming up soon. I'm not going to say when, I'm not going to say what it is, but um, we do have something coming up. So stay tuned. It is going to be really awesome and I'm really excited to um, get started about it once it um, comes our way. So um, stay tuned and I'm going to have grunt here take care of the social media absolutely well as always you can go ahead and find us on twitter at the noble core that's where we come out with all our teases announcements stuff like that mostly podcast episodes sometimes sometimes there's other tweets as well so you should look at that and then we got at john the chief uno uno siete which is of course 117 for those who don't know that so yeah 
<laughs> follow him there. He's got all that positivity. He's posting a lot more often now, which is awesome. Ton of great yeah, I'm retweets. actually on there. Really funny, really funny posts actually lately too. So that's going to be awesome. Oh, thanks. Um, I know you. I know you got some personal news coming out soon as well, which is going to be fun. Yeah, um, I do. So they'll have to follow you for that. Um, and then yeah, and then you can find my raggedy ass over at Infinite Grunt <laughs> on Twitter. Um, drinking water. <laughs> And that's how that's how it is. If you want to talk about anything gaming related, um, or anything else, if it involves tweeting, then I will probably tweet about it. So, anyways, that will pretty much cover us for tonight. <laughs> if you enjoyed this, go ahead and consider visiting informpixel.com. I have actually recently recently been promoted to the COO of that. So I won't be writing as much, but we're going to be working on other stuff as well. Um, and yeah, then we got more Congrats. news coming out. Uh, go ahead and follow me on there and follow John and also follow Noble Core. Um, and if you don't, I will devour your soul. Anyways, uh, John, why don't you go ahead and, uh, you know, get us on out of here, my friend. Before I do that, um, Again, congratulations, man. That's a big step up. Um, oh, really thanks. proud of you. So, um, like always, guys, this has been the Noblecore Podcast. We'll see you guys next month for the Road to Infinite for Halo 5. So, like always, this has been the Noblecore Podcast, and we'll see you later. Noblecore out. Noblecore out.